Oh, yeah. Girls just want to have fun. That's the great Cindy Lauper uh, setting the mood for today's episode of Jason's Journal. Or in the case of me, the Jason wants to have fun, even though I don't ever refer to myself in third person. And I probably am not like a subset of humanity or something like that. But you know what I mean. I just want to have fun. And that's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Jason's Journal. This is episode 9, and if you don't know me, I'm Jason Holcomb. I live here in West Central Minnesota. I've been diagnosed on the Asperger's Syndrome, or I've been diagnosed with Asperger's Syndrome, which is on the autism spectrum for about 26 years, since roughly around 1995. And in this podcast, I detail my uh, journey with autism, and also my experiences with certain topics, like we talked about my experiences with sports and how uh, growing up wasn't a big sports fan. Also, we talked about uh, food um, and oversensory issues, which it can be on, the, which is a big thing of being on the spectrum. Social skills, another very big thing. Also, we talked about my journey with art and pets. And in the last episode, we talked about emotions. And, you know, that's why I wanted to do this episode today because. Um, well, the emotions one was obviously pretty heavy. Every any time you deal with emotions, especially the uh, heavy, heavy emotions, you're just like, ooh, you're dragging down the party, man. So uh, we're gonna talk about fun stuff. Fun stuff. Yes, we're gonna talk about what I like to do for fun, because you know I figured I owe it to you guys. We gotta do a fun episode. And it may or may not overlap with my autism. Who cares? It's fun. And, uh, you know, we're just going to need to lighten the mood. Also got to lighten the mood after that pet episode because there was that segment where it kind of got a little dark because I was talking about, you know, those pukes who like to hurt or be, and abuse and kill pets. So we're going to talk about some fun stuff today. Well, because, one, I'm recording this on a Friday because it is the weekend for most people, I will have to work this weekend, but I believe weekends or not, you got to have fun. That means before work, after work, do something fun. And also, you got to fight for your right to party uh, because there's always going to be people, you know, just going to be wet blankets, buzz kills, uh, harshing your mellow, you name it. And also, you got to fight for your right to party, even with people you might agree with on the subject of the fun thing, because that's something that I've noticed over the years, you know. Um, you know, maybe a friend of mine or somebody online has the same interest in me, in like in Star Wars, for example. And, you know, that's uh, that topic is actually kind of very divided on certain subjects. And, well, I won't go into too much detail with, in, with it. Nonetheless, I've consider myself a person who loves it pretty much all the time on face value. I'm not like one of those people who are, well, here's a word that I use a lot that we're going to introduce to this episode, pretentious. Uh, I don't believe in being pretentious about the things I love or anything like that. You know, just, you know, I'm uh, for, okay, let's put it this way. If I was the guy who was going to buy a collector's toy item, I would take it out of the package and play with it. I wouldn't be like, ooh, don't want to hurt the value of the monetary value of this toy because I think, you know, toys are meant to be played with. Uh, That's the metaphor I'm going to choose with that. 
Because in life, even if you have people who have the same interests as you, there's going to be somebody who's going to be like, well, actually, or something like that, or do it in a more subtle way of, you know, uh, uh, having, you know, putting on airs, you know, like, well, I like it this way because this is the original way it was done. I don't know. Hey, because, or something like that. You know what I mean? It's just that there's going to be people who feel like they're, that they might have the same interest in you as you in this topic, but they put on airs on how they feel that they're the superior one with the, the superior knowledge of the subject, you know, and that your way is just goofy and it's not very serious or any, a serious, you're not taking it too seriously about the subject, which is not the point. You're supposed to have fun with this thing, but then you got people, you know, doing it in various ways, saying, no, you got to do it this way, which frankly infuriates me. And that's why I'm kind of careful about talking about the stuff I find to be fun with with certain people, but not everybody. There's plenty of people who don't act that way, who don't act all rigid and superior in their thinking. And now, before we talk about what I usually like to enjoy, we got to talk about my sense of humor. You know, some people on uh, have noticed over the years that I may not laugh immediately at people's jokes because, um, tell you the truth, well, some people's jokes I don't find that funny. I mean, I may find them like amusing at a certain level, but it's not like laugh out loud funny. It something have always happened with me. But if I find something pretty funny, people will find out that I like to laugh at it for quite a while. I mean, I, you know, even after the joke has initially been said, I still remember it and I still giggle. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the person who, yeah, there's like, you know, I love to laugh, and I have a pretty good sense of humor. I think. You know, it's pretty deep, it's pretty uh, well-rounded, both dirty and, you know, let's say clean humor. But at the same time, you know, I also have to read the room, you know, in sharing my humor. Because this has gotten me in trouble in the past where I share some dirty jokes. And I shared actually quite a few dirty jokes with my teachers back in grade school. And, well, that got me in trouble. So, got to read the room. But I do love sharing jokes. I love, uh, you know, spreading the laughter, making people laugh, stuff like that. So, yeah. But I just got to make sure the audience is the right one, depending on the right joke. You know, it's just because you can't always go full steam in life with that because it could get you in trouble. Anyway, that's just my tackling of the sense of humor. So what do I usually enjoy? What does... The what does Jason Hokum like to do in his off time at work or after work or before work? You know, well, uh, it's just basically the same stuff everybody else does. You know, because um, uh, let's uh, tackle a few topics like books. Everybody likes, or a lot of people like books. I shouldn't say everybody because some people don't read. And to tell you the truth, I haven't been reading as much as I've had in the past. A couple of years, you know, should really buckle down and do some reading. But at the same time, I feel like there's so much else, other things to do that I would definitely would like to, you know, sit down and do some reading again. And also, I'm pretty selective on what I want to read because, you know, 
if I want to read, if I want to read something fun or interesting to me, I don't want to read something that, you know, challenges me or something like that, you know. But at the same time, I, I do like to read stuff to find out more about things. For example, uh, I'm a history major. I've always been interested in history. So some of the books that I do read are history, but military history to be precise. Not all history. I don't think, um, I don't find all history interesting or stuff like that. But also I like to read uh, novels and also read uh, books, you know, about uh, military hardware and stuff like that. So that's what I basically like to read. And I wish I can say I have been not saying I don't read at all anymore. It's just I haven't, you know, sat down with a good novel or good, you know, written book. I've always just been, you know, if I wanted to read, I just read some of these books that have pictures in it and some writing. But, you know, like, have you know, heavy on the prose kind of thing. I need to get back into doing that. And uh, what about TV? Ooh, I love TV. But the way I've been viewing TV, like for a lot of people, has been changing over the years. You know, I work the night shift nowadays, and, you know, um, daytime TV kind of is, you know, kind of usually lacking for good material, in my opinion. So rather than, you know, just uh, wasting money on getting a, ta- a cable TV subscription, I just watch whatever I watch online, you know, all the streaming services like uh, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, when I still had it, don't have it anymore, and Disney Plus, because, uh, you know, that's just kind of the stuff I usually want to watch, some original stuff, and also some of the older shows, you know, from when I was a kid, you know, because not only is it good nostalgia, but I think when you watch some of the old TV shows, old movies from when you were a kid and you see them nowadays, you get more of the jokes and the references from back in the day. And it just, it it, it makes you happy. It makes you, it makes you go like, oh, I can't believe I missed out on this. Ooh, it's like, you know, it's like finding buried treasure, you know? And so, like I said, I don't hate TV. I love TV. Uh, you know, growing up, all I did was uh, I did watch a lot of TV, especially The Simpsons. But, you know, moving out of my own, working the night shift, uh, I just don't want to, you know, deal with watching daytime television because usually it's not the shows I would want to watch. You know, usually they're like soap operas or daytime talk shows and or maybe just reruns of a show on certain channels like if I want to watch reruns, I would watch them online, you know, that way I would have a little bit more control over it. And I don't watch, you know, cable news channels um, uh, pretty much at all. So, yeah, I just um, save my TV viewing for whenever I need to watch it, you know. But I still love TV. Anyway, uh, what about the movies? Well, I love movies too. In fact, I think one of the things that usually can get me... A lot of connection with people is quoting movies. And and generally speaking, I love all sorts of different movies, you know, all sorts of different genres. Like sci- I love science fiction movies, but I also love action movies. I love romance movies. I love, definitely love comedy movies. In fact, uh, comedy movies are some of the ones I, uh, you know, usually quote a lot. You know, because back in the day when, 
I didn't have much to say to people. I would quote movies and sometimes to the detriment of other people because I would probably quote them all the time and they'd be like, stop quoting that movie. But, you know, I still find it fun to, you know, quote some of my favorite movies, you know, uh, work them into daily, in your t- everyday conversation because people, you know, they enjoy that. They enjoy uh, ref- movie references, you know, like, for example, <laughs> this was a few years ago. I was at the, the Hempker Zoo near, I think it was near Little, uh, I forget the name of the town. It was down the road in Stearns County at the time. Uh, um, Freeport, that's where it was. It was near Freeport, Minnesota. And the zoo, there was this, it's this big outdoor zoo. And we were in this uh, big uh, bird sanctuary. And, you know, we had a stick with seeds on it and we got to feed little birds that flew around us it was really cool and also there was this picture that my mom took of me and you know I'm a pretty big guy myself and the little and I'm holding this little stick the stick with the little bird on it and then when my mom sent me the picture I'm like hmm this reminds me of that scene from Tommy Boy so paraphrasing Tommy Boy in the movie he's like Big fat guy in a little coat because he's trying to put on Richard's coat and he eventually rips it. But for me, I took the, I ha, I had the picture of me, you know, with the little bird on the stick, and I would be go. I sent it to first Devin, and she loved it when I said, "Big guy and a little bird, big guy and a little bird." <laughs> <laughs> she said it was too funny, and then I jokingly said, I would have been disappointed if you didn't get the reference. She said, I couldn't have missed it, and I shared it online, and people loved it too, because, you know, that's the power of movies. You know, it just makes you, it gives you giggles, makes you smile, when, and it can often, you know, intersect in everyday life. Same with TV. Can't say that TV doesn't offer that either. Oh, all the times I... Uh, quote stuff, uh, you know, and working into everyday conversation, usually reference some of my favorite TV shows. And then, of course, uh, well, this is a subject that's a little bit more, a little less universal because I know everybody doesn't do it, but I love video games. And I know a lot of people who do love video games and not, you know, strictly the jockey types or, I mean, the nerdy types, not strictly the nerdy types because video games does have appeal, you know, through... Uh, jocks and nerds and stuff like that or jockey nerdy type people but at the same time I think the level of appreciation for for video games can drop off at a certain point and I gotta admit I'm not as like nerd I'm not as like super involved in gaming as I used to be back in the day where you know, video games were a big release for me from the outside world oh, I gotta touch on this halfway through this episode and into episode nine. But the the word autism describes, uh, is I believe derived from Greek, and it says in their own little world because uh, people on the spectrum, when things get, you know, kind of heavy and stressed out, they tend to uh, pull away from themselves or pull away from the world and go into their own little worlds. And sometimes it's a world entirely of their own creation. Sometimes it's based on the great fantasies that they wanted, uh, you know, the fantasies, the series that they grew up listening to and stuff like that. So, 
Yeah, so it's kind of like a detaching from the world. And so books, TV shows, video games have always been a way for people on the autism spectrum to try to, um, you know, try to detach themselves from the world. Anyway, but getting back into video games. So what kind of video games do I like? Well, I love, you know, you know your basic stuff. I love Super Mario World, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog stuff that I grew up on, on the old Sega Genesis. Didn't have the Nintendo growing up, but I always loved playing it whenever I had the chance. And also, I love strategy games, you know, because I told you I'm into military history. I love um, strategy games, you know, uh, you know, directing armies and stuff like that, because it's not only fun for me, it's also good it's a good application, a good practice for your brain that you got to think a little bit more ahead. I'm not saying you don't do that with other video games, but this one, you got to think strategically, long-term kind of stuff, you know? I think it's just awesome. And then there's, uh, you know, just video games that are just, you know, they're kind of manic, they're kind of chaotic, you know? But, you know, they they still make you feel like it's a whole lot of fun. For example... Borderlands. I love the Borderlands series, and I won't go into too much detail with this series, but, you know, it's not only, you know, just your standard shooting and, you know, the things that a lot of people go to play Borderlands, uh, play video games for, you know, all the uh, shoot 'em up uh, video game series, you know, taking down the bad guys, but also just some just uh, crazy, crazy humor. For example, uh, in the series, there's... Um, well, there's this group of people that, you know, they're kind of mentally ill, crazy people. They're, you know, they're the bad people. And sometimes they just randomly say out, uh, you know, things that are just like, what? What are you talking about? But one phrase from that sh uh, series that I've always, that I've come to pick up and use a lot in my daily life over the past year is, it's crunch time and I'm the captain. <laughs> yeah. Captain Crunch reference, and I have actually shared that with people, and I'm like, share this with the world, I say to myself, share this with the world, Jason, this is an awesome saying, you know, and, you know, it doesn't matter if you heard it from a video game, you know, maybe somebody else long before said that, you know, in real, you know, in real life, but sometimes it does matter where you hear it, because it just endears you to that thing, to that uh, story, you know, where you hear that phrase, you know. Kind of like the movie uh, Step Brothers when he's like, when the dad says, my point is, don't lose your dinosaur. And he does that whole story about wanting to be a dinosaur. <laughs> and, well, I do like to go outdoors, too. I don't think all my fun is, you know, just sitting inside, even though for the longest time, considering my ginger skin, you know, I'm redheaded, fair skin, and it gets easily sunburnt. Well, I do like to do outdoorsy stuff. I like to go out walking, you know, usually uh, walking, put on my headphones and exploring new stuff. That's what I did a lot back in college. I love to go biking. Now that I have a bike and um, you know, the town I live in, Morris, they have some pretty good bike paths. And right now the new place, and this was back in the old place too, but in the new place, I'm right next to the uh, bike paths. So I don't have to worry so much, you know, about biking on the road, and I could just go around and bike uh, on the outskirts of town near the uh, display garden. 
So I do love biking, although it always seems since I got my brought my bike here to Morris every summer, at least one time I fly off the bike and get myself hurt. It always seems to be that way. Well, I've learned to live with it, you know. Of course, it's physically painful, but I'm not like, <laughs> you know. And also, it's great exercise. And um, right now, uh, it's not too warm to go. It's not warm enough for me to go out biking. You know, it's too cold. And I want to, you know, and I don't want to bike in pants because I've had bad experiences biking in jeans. But if I had to bike on in my shorts, oh, yeah, that's a whole lot of fun. And then, of course, uh, here in Minnesota, with the land of 10,000 lakes, fishing. And I got to admit, I wasn't. I was I had an on and off relationship with fishing, but in recent years I definitely love to go out and fish, you know. I usually just fish on the dock to get my fish and I'm happy to say I caught two Norverns in in the past like six years because this last time I caught any fish was back in twenty fifteen. That was because of well, there was this uh, thing ongoing with the uh, with my grandpa's lake lot that didn't get resolved until last year, so I can go out to his lake, uh, to my grandpa's lake lot to go fishing. So, in the meantime, I just haven't been doing any fishing, but I would love to go back as, as soon as I find a good spot for me, you know, that's, you know, kind of secluded, you know, but at the same time, you know, pretty easy to get to. Because, uh, or I'll tie in with this a little bit later because, or go out with friends because, you know, you know, fishing can be a group activity, you know, a small group, one or two people, uh, uh, two other people in a boat. I would love to do that. And then uh, another thing that I love to do outside is shoot hoops, you know, uh, you know, with the basketball such, go out to the hoops and just go whoosh, put it in the basket. Well, the thing is, as I told you before, and especially in the sports episode, I didn't have a good hand-eye coordination. Didn't really have much of a physical strength to throw a ball in the upper body. So that took a lot of practice, but I've been getting better. And uh, especially when I, you know, shake off all the rust when, you know, the weather starts getting warmer, I can... I'm pretty good at shooting bas- uh, shooting baskets and even a three-pointer. I've done that before, too. Uh, quite a few times not as nearly successful you know as just your standard field goal range but i do love shooting hoops yeah probably wouldn't be so good you know playing a game of hoops with somebody because yeah i don't like i kind of just stand there when i shoot hoops i'm you know i and i've seen the game how the game is played you're not supposed to be doing that you know it's not good uh i think it's like goes against some rules and also it's just not good strategy because if you're just standing there and not defending yourself with the, uh, defending the ball uh, pretty good, well, people are just going to steal it. So, yeah, I've yet to play in a situation where, you know, I'm trying to defend my basket, but at the same time, I think I can learn to be a good defender. And anyway, and besides all this, you know, I've done all this uh, these things before, you know, I've done these things over the years, but... Even though I do like the familiarity of all these things that I told you about, at the same time, I I am getting better at trying new things, and I'm always looking forward to trying new things, you know? Because 
What's the point in living if you're just going to do the same stuff over and over again, even if it's stuff that makes you happy? Uh, you know, you got to spice it up for, uh, every once in a while, you know? And so that's why even though I do all these things, even though I played these games before or read this or seen this TV show before or read these books before, I think, you know, even though they make me happy, I think at this in the end, it's always fun to uh, share the, your experiences with people and also to, um, you know, it's always in the end that, you know, doing all this stuff is just, you know, um, waiting time until I get out to go and do fun stuff with other people, you know, like maybe go to a party or have lunch with somebody or do something else, you know, or, or go somewhere else for, you know, new and exciting things. Because, you know, like I said, you know, I've done these things for years. I've, they always brought me joy, but not saying I'm going to, you know, cut them out of my life if, you know, something happens, like if I have a more active social life or anything like that. But at the same time, I would much rather, you know, have these things just do it on the downtime until, you know, we get to do stuff. I get to do stuff with, you know, the people I care about, people I love, uh, not just with family, but also with friends, you know, because I think that's, you know, that's a, a really big lesson in life, you know, before, I guess, because I didn't have such great relationships with people, I'll be like, I just would pass, I would just like bide my time until I would go and do my own thing. But nowadays, I'm like, no, I want to do this thing, but I'm just waiting for the next thing with you guys, you know. And that's uh, part of the reason why I did this podcast is to share my experiences, even if it's not, uh, you know, purely educational, like some of the episodes have been, you know, more on the educational side of things. Well, this one, it's more on the fun side of things. Anyway, and uh, even though I have to work this weekend and stuff like that, I'm just going to enjoy doing some fun stuff right before I go to work. I usually get to work around 3.30 in the afternoon, get prepped up, and then I'm on the air at 5, and then work till midnight most days. And then after midnight, a couple hours, uh, you know, trying to have my brain shut down so I can go to sleep, and then back at it again. Because you got to squeeze in your fun stuff. you got to squeeze, because otherwise, um, or your fun stuff that's not part of work. Or, for example... Um, well, I have stuff that I'd like to do at work, but that's just part of being at the job, you know, free floating fun stuff. You got to have some free floating fun stuff in your life. All right. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode about fun things as we, uh, um, all as you know, we needed a little bit of a palate cleanser after a couple of the last episodes kind of dived into some heavier stuff, you know, also just wanted to share a little bit more about me in case you may or may not know this about me. Anyway, I'm Jason Holcomb and I just want to say thank you for listening to Jason's journal and I will try to get another episode coming up next week. And I usually say I'll have it up by Wednesday. Well, that's usually because Wednesdays are usually the, the the lull point of the week for me work-wise. So that's why I try to shoot for Wednesdays. But if I have a good idea and I want to get it done on time, I'm just like, hey, screw the deadline. We're getting this done right now. Because <laughs> tell you the truth, that's how uh, 
how I did things back in high school with homework. It was like, as soon as I get the assignment, I'm, I usually be like working on the assignment because I wanted to get it done so I could do some fun stuff, you know? And not saying I, I tried to rush through it and, you know, just do it, you know, pretty, you know, half-heartedly, but at the same time, just wanted to get it done. So you can, you can do it both ways, you know, you can get your assignments done early and do a good job, a quality job at it as well. Anyway. Oh, and somebody would probably say, you know, well, Jason, you can always meet people online when you're playing video games. They have online games, which is true. And I usually uh, sometimes do play video games online with, you know, family, especially my brother or maybe my sister and with friends. But I work weird hours, so it's kind of harder to do. Also, um, not saying everybody online, you know, every person you don't know is a jerk or, you know, a creeper or like that. There's quite a few great people out there. But at the same time, ugh, there's just too many toxic people online. And uh, especially hitting for me on the spectrum was uh, a few years back was playing an online game. And I was just, uh, well, not amazed, like surprised, just more like kind of disheartened by the fact that they were using autistic as an insult. They call people autistic, you know, might as well say they're the R word or something like that, which they do oftentimes too. Yeah. Yeah. The internet can be full of just toxic, toxic people. Anyway, I, there was a happy, a somewhat of a happy ending to that. I once told them that, Hey, I am autistic. That shut them up pretty good. But you know, it is disheartening, but at the same time, it, it's not, it, it doesn't hurt me because, you know, I'm used to that kind of behavior, but I just feel bad for any kid who's on the spectrum, you know, going online and then being called autistic, you know, like an, ins, as used as an insult and, you know, just, I feel bad for them. But at the same time, there's also pretty good people as well. I've met some of those people on that same game who would stand up for me and wasn't, you know, being a jerk or anything like that. But yeah, so yeah, you can play online with other people. It's just better, I think, if you play it with people that you know. And um, that way the trash talk isn't so personal, you know. <laughs> yeah, isn't so personal, isn't so uh, painful, you know. That's uh, it for today's episode, and we're going to uh, start it off this episode with Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Miss Cindy Lauper. So uh, let's go with another awesome uh, female singer in the form of Cheryl Crow. And she sings All I Want to Do, and she all, all she wants to do is have some fun. All right, uh, stay tuned for the next episode of Jason's Journal. Have fun, everybody. Take care.